everyone. Welcome back again to the Iconist Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Mr. Barry3D, for Deep, Dark, and Delicious. And on my side, as always, I go by the name of DJ Rod C. DJ Rod C. Look at that. Holy crap. I'm back. Okay, he's back. All right, yeah, he froze for half a second. He's back. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know, system's trying to keep us down, fight the power. Sorry. Oh my god. Bring back bring back public enemy, eh? Felt a little flavor there. Felt a little flavor there. Oh, it's beautiful. Beautiful. I I love it. You know, I'm apologizing now. We've been having some little technical issues. So if one of us freezes, everyone, and you're watching this, you know, we're going to keep on going. So don't worry about that. Uh, That's for sure. Uh, Thank you for once again for joining in. Uh, We took a little bit of a break. We are back. We are energized. Got to get ready for the holidays and all that stuff coming up. So, wow. Um, Still so much to talk about. And we are Mm. here to talk about it. But before Mm. we start... We got to go through the list that we normally like to go through. So first of all, when you see this, don't be shy. It's not a secret. Tell your friends, like, subscribe, and share. Pass the love, pass it around. And you can find our podcast, you know, on uh, iconist.podbean.com. We're also on Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts. We are on all podcasting platforms for a while so find it wherever you want to listen to it if you want to watch it hey we're on youtube hey, also we on youtube we up there we up there. we we we, we, we up there we up we there up in the we up we up in the tubes up in the tunes man that, that's what i'm saying we up in the tunes and you tunes can find tunes. you can find us later on at the end of the video uh we have a, hmm. a flow code so we got a qr code so that qr code will bring you to all the wonderful things that we do. So you can find, um, you know, everything dealing with Iconis from our websites to mm-hmm. merchandise to the whole mm-hmm. nine yards, a donation mm-hmm. page if you want to help the channel grow. Mm-hmm. Holidays are coming up. And you can find my personal page, uh, Barry3D.com. You can find Rod and his link tree and everywhere he's at. And you can catch him every Wednesday yep. DJing on Twitch. I'm all over the place, people. I'm on the Twitch. He's on the Twitch. I'm Better on a Twitch than having a Twitch. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> Got none of that. Got none of that. Got none of that. Took his medication. Um, so that that's for sure. Want to give a big shout out to our boy, uh, Jason Reese, for hooking us up, making us look pretty. Jay Bird Digital Arts. He's in the flow code. You'll see him at the end of the video. You know, shoot him some love. Tell me some of my iconists. That, that's one. Two, I know I keep promising, but he's coming very shortly, is our boy, Paul Ash. Uh, so Paul Ash, um, come- you know, wonderful person, great comedian and, mm-hmm. and fellow nerd. And uh, he has a show going on called uh, Battlecom. That's one of his shows. Uh, they Talk Funny is another one of his shows. The Check-In is another one of his shows. And The Love Doctor. That's all he's doing online. Plus, he's still performing um, in person uh, wherever he can, uh, doing stand-up comedy. So if you're a fan of stand-up comedy, it doesn't matter where you reside, right? He's in Montreal, but you find him online. So look him up, Paul Ash. That's that's my my friend, buddy, mentor, fellow nerd. That that's that's another shout out we got to give there. Um, mm-hmm. I got to give it out to my boy uh, Zeus Fleming. I met him. Uh, Zeus Fleming, I met him uh, doing Battlecom, and then ended up doing one of his shows. We're gonna have him on this one too uh, nice. on on Rat TV, uh, um, you know. And it's, on, it's, oh, it was hilarious, man! This guy is—he's he, a character. I'm glad to have met him. So, 
absolutely look for him. Uh, another podcast that I like to follow that I'm on is uh, Jimmy English, you know, mm-hmm. Back to the Balcony. Uh, and I'll be going on his podcast very shortly, talking about one of my favorite movies called Excalibur with, uh, you know, Sir Patrick Stewart that's in this movie. Uh, Helen Miram is in this movie. So when you see that up, it'll be up probably next month or something like that, but we're recording it this weekend. So uh, looking forward to that. So definitely check out Back to the Balcony. The, the, these are things to keep your eyes on. And and two other quick mentions is if you're in Montreal and you're looking for a book, support, support pulp books. Check out Check Swings um, on the South Shore in Broussard. That There is a uh, comic book and sports memorabilia store with Trevor... Dom, Pierre, and another Dom. So there's two Doms that work there. One Pierre, uh, you know, and and Trevor is the owner. Yeah, I mean, I went out from time I was living in Montreal. Been been rocking there the whole time. Uh, so nice. definitely, definitely, please check him out. I should have put up one of my cards here. Uh, I'm going to talk. I'll go and get one. And then also, if you're out in 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 uh, Kitchener, that's my to the west. That's right. West side. With Sade, you know, go and check out my boy, uh, Wes, uh, mm-hmm. Ramon. In the West. West, exactly. West in the West. So it's Wow Comics. <laughs> I like that. Wow Comics, right? Warehouse of Wonder. That's what it's called. You can find them on Facebook. You'll see the, you know, the address pop up. We did a little thing. So you'll see those all there in our social media. Um, mm-hmm. Check them out. Wow Comics out in Kitchener uh, with Wes, Ramon, Sydney, and 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 uh, Chris. They're, they work there. Two floors, half a million comics are in there, along with uh, figures. So their back issue collection is insane. If you were on the top floor, you're missing out. You got to go out the building around to the bottom floor. Huge. Watch <laughs> the video where I do the walkthrough. I'll put it up on our YouTube channel Crazy. and you'll see it. Crazy. So please go out there, show them some love. Tell them that you heard about the Econa- from the Econist podcast. So Check Swings in Montreal on the South Shore in Broussard and Wow Comics out in Kitchener. On the west, west side. Yeah. yeah I'm, okay, don't, I'm just in Burgundy today. I haven't joined the gang. So, that that's... Yeah. Except for his red shirt. Mm, 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 against the blue wall. Uh, yeah, so, that that's what's going on. Rod, my friend, I'm going to step... I'm going to let you talk for half a second while I go and grab this thing. You know, um, but where, where, where can Wait, we find listen, you? What you up listen, to, man? Listen, Tell us. I'm not up to, listen, right now, I'm just... Where am I? I'm somewhere in the Ultra Universe. The most okay, but seriously, as Barry was saying, listen, I was up. You can find me up on Twitch. You know what? You can hit me up at twitch.tv forward slash DJ Rod C. Listen, I play shows on there, play a whole variety of different music. You know, you got your RB, your hip hop, your soca, your reggae, your house, your disco. Listen, I bring it to old school, new school. I just have a lot of fun with it. I have a lot of great interaction with a lot of people. And listen, um, listen, once you come on. Make sure you hit that, you know, hit that follow button and make sure you just say, hey, I saw you on Iconis. Like, yeah, that's wonderful. And as you can see, there's the logo. <laughs> there's the, scan the code. The code. Scan that's the code. Scan the code. Get your, get your smartphone. Scan the code. There you go. So there yeah, you go. 
There you go. There you go. Now you know. See, and 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 of course, Rod's whenever he plays, better be playing Saturday Love because when I pop well, on and I don't hear that song, you know, we we gonna work that. Don't you worry about you, that. You 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 will catch hands, son. You will catch hands. I caught them, son. I caught him hands. Yo, Jesus, I'm gonna be tossing hands on that one. That being said, I think we've got mm. everyone on the round table, and if not, I'm going. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And, and uh, last, mm-hmm. last, not least, oh my God, how can it? Mm-hmm. It's been a while. We took a break. So now let me get back to my normal self. Get back into the groove. Here we go. Back into the groove. Uh, my comedy brothers. Yeah, that's the normal routine I do when I hear that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My do comedy it, brothers. This is Touch of Grey. Look out for Touch of Grey Matter. Um, that's a comedy troupe. Uh, and you can find, once again, if you scan the code, you would find where we would be at. So <laughs> happy to say, that we'll be playing out in Niagara Falls um, nice. at Taps Brew uh, Taps Brew House uh, Brew House on uh, November twenty seventh. Um, so it. the show is called Food for Thought. It is a fundraiser. So it's uh, myself along with Dave Sakalowski, uh, Thomas Patrice, Zolf Ali. That's a touch of great matter with a good friend of the show, Levi Mann. We're going to be out there performing and raising money. So it's uh, $40 of tickets with the proceeds going to the local uh, food bank out there. You know, the season's coming up. It's been a tough, let's say, two years. Let's just go with that. Um, Some people have it really tough. So for those that can give, come out, laugh, eat. And the pro, so the $40 ticket includes the comedy show. It includes um, dinner and the proceeds go to you know, a, a local food bank. So I'm really happy about that. And nice. we've been doing season two of A Touch of Grey Matter online on our YouTube channel. So at this point, um, I haven't even checked it, but I'm sure we've cracked over a hundred videos on there, all different subjects of us being just ourselves. And you can also catch us live at different places. So don't miss out. Please, if you can support, come out, support. If you can't, try to see, I think we have a link that we can donate on there too. So if you want to just give a donation, uh, I said going to a great cause. So, you know, in advance, thank you very much. And for those who can make it, Oh my God, it's going to be me unfiltered and just going a mile a minute. So uh, always make sure to check out Barry3D and check my blog to see what I got coming up uh, for sure. So I have that show coming up and there's another one in uh, December. I think I'll be out more in St. Catherine's area again. So December 2nd. So uh, look, come on out. Show your support. We're going to find you. We're going to find you. Find make you laugh for the holidays before the shopping starts. All right. <laughs> well, the beautiful segue. Now we're talking about laughter and stuff like that. So... You know what? We're going to start today's wonderful episode um, with a character who is very um, comical. (laughs) (laughs) Well, maybe not in his particular eyes, but to everyone else. Well, that's it. From his perspective, I'm serious as water. Like, what? Yeah. What? But everybody else's eyes. (laughs) Joker. Who, Who let him out? Who let him out? As you saw in the title, and here we are. We are going to talk about Grow, oh, sorry, Grew the Grew. Wanderer. I'm wandering. Wonder, 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 wandering. You know, Grew the Wanderer was a oh my god! It's a it's a fantasy character, right? It, it's like a farce. Mm. So it's it's a, it's dealing with the swords and sorcery whole background. It, it seems that the character is based in uh, Europe. At the time, um, you know, even though that's saying Europe, but I mean, it's got those influences when it's been drawn. Um, and this was created, and I know I'm going to mess up the name. Yeah, you're not. Let's try it again. Okay. So, so, and if I do, uh, I'm sorry, but hey, uh, that's why my parents named me Barry. They gave me a simple name I can say because 
if, you know, you look, it took me a whole, you know, a better part of a year just to say Dave's last name from Touch of Grey, Dave, Dave Sakalowski. I could say it now. You would ask me this maybe a year and a half ago. Sikluki, Sikliki, Sikluki. Uh, yeah. Don't tell Dave. I can't. I couldn't. Well, he knew. He knew. Well, we'll, we'll blank out this part of the, the, of the video. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> Dave's tall, but I'm short and fast. So uh, his, the, 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 the writer, the creator's name is Sergio. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So, so far, so good. Sergio Arangonis. I will accept that. You'll accept Survey? that? We'll accept that. Yes, it is good. <sighs> right. So he turned around and created this character. So um, he created Gru the Wanderer. It was a comic book series that he uh, written and drew. Now, if you would have maybe not sure of the name, um, when you see the art style, it's very reminiscent and you would know it if you collected Mad Comics. Mm-hmm. back in the day so yes matt there was there was Saturday Night live and there was mad tv and if you know mad tv then you should know mad comics so sergio used to draw these little characters or these little comic books outside of the frame of the book so you'd have the frame of the book uh with the main story and you'd have a little janitor going by you know and he was drawn at the bottom real quick or in the crack uh, uh you know doing something or, and there's people mm-hmm. at the top so you always had to look around the panels and he would draw and he had a he, he, his mind was he was the fastest cartoonist in history that he could draw a page faster than anybody else that that's what his claim to fame was he liked to go with so clearly he, he was a character himself on his own right <laughs> on his own right with a, a, a sense of humor and and the beauty about this is we all know the big comic book companies out there so you know image you know um uh, you know sorry sorry you know uh and i'll marvel. come back to image so there's marvel dc there's image there's dark horse there's top cow there's it, it goes on but the, you know everyone knows marvel dc and then image came up and image has been holding on uh pretty hard mm-hmm. but image is there because all those guys that went that left marvel, marvel. Went to image right. because they wanted to uh to be uh, own their own property they wanted it to be you know creator owned comic so they got the rights for anything they created prior to that grew the wanderer by 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 sergio was the longest running uh creator owned book at the time pre image right let that sink in. Everyone knows what, what image and what they did, and they, and it made a, a a mark in history, right? You know, mm-hmm. there's certain things that stand in the industry that make a mark. When you had, uh, you know, WWF and WCW, NWO, <laughs> made a mark in the wrestling wars and stood out, and you have to give them their place in history. So this creator seemed to kind of under the carpet for half a reason. Um, but he created this character and he was shopping the character around for a long time to kind of get it started. And it wasn't just him, it was he. So it was Sergio, it was uh, Mark Evner who uh, co plotted and written, and, and he actually rewrote some of the stuff. Uh, Stan Saske uh, did the coloring and, um, you know, I'm uh, sorry, lettered. And then uh, Tom Luth did the coloring. So th- this started off very independent. They couldn't get anyone to kind of commit to the idea of bringing this book to life um so uh they went they went and then finally there was a comic book called destroyer duck 
Kid you not, if you see it, Destroyer Duck. He's all in a commando outfit, you know, with a, the black hat, like an old school commando outfit. And then he was hardcore. And then Sergio got the chance to do a two-page panel, or sorry, four-page panel in that book. And that's where he introduced Groot for the first time back in the um, the the 80s, I believe it was. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, sorry, 1982. So Destroyer yeah. Duck, number one, uh, you know, back in 1982, that's it. Gru's first official appearance. Appearance, got it. Right, and then he did a couple of other smaller appearances here and there, um, and he went through different comic book companies. So at one point, Gru was part of Marvel, and then he was part of Epic, and then at mm. one point, Gru was being uh, published through Image. So pretty much, it was Marvel, um, and they said, "Okay, you can keep the rights to the character when he was doing full out books." He was happy with that under the Epic. So it was Epic, which is owned, um, you know, Epic was owned by Marvel. But when Marvel hit some financial times, they had to let some of the books go or cancel some books. He jumped over and went over to Image, right? Creator owned. And you got to think of everything that was over at Image. One of the few books that were comical was this one. So picture Conan the Barbarian meets Homer Simpson. Very good. That's a very good connection. Yes. Uh uh that is a conan to barbarian um with his skills and adversary looking hard stuff merged with homer j simpson so let's let's get a good picture of understanding um Gru is uh he's a warrior he's a warrior he's 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 he's, he 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 loves he i'd say he loves i can say he loves to fight but he just knew that's one of his skill sets that he's good at fighting yeah, he likes to call it the fray. He likes to get into a fray. He doesn't call it fighting. He goes, oh, I'm getting into a fray? Like Hercules would say, I'll bestow the gift upon you, the gift of combat. With him, it's a fray. <laughs> Unfortunately, with Groot, that's the only thing he's good at. Yeah. Yeah. So, so this is where we, we, we have fun with him, that Groot is more of that comical relief, that type of buff, buff, buffoon. Buffoonery, just... buffoonery. Yeah, here we go. He's a buffoonery. He just has, doesn't have that particular soft skill. He doesn't have that peeper skill. He doesn't have that soft talking tone with people. Mm. He's Gru. It's Gru. That, that's 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 what it is. And and the thing is, so Gru walks around. You know, he mm. he's got a very simple look. He he's pretty much a buffoon. Um, he walks around with two katanas. Th those that's his swords. Two katanas he has on his back, and that's what he uses to fight with. Um, and, and there's a lot of fun supporting characters within the books. Mm. But with Gru, ah, he's a dumbass. He, he's, got, he's, got, he's got a big heart. And he wants mm -hmm. to do the right thing. But he's stupid. <laughs> uh, I mean, he's stupid. I mean, a rock yeah. can outthink Gru at times. And depending when which run you're reading, if you're reading the Marvel run, it was very comical. At one point, it did get a little bit serious when he went over to one of the other companies. And then the, the original team kind of came back and took the reins, you know. Um, but stupid. This is why I said it. it's like Conan meets Homer Simpson, put him together. You know, yeah. he's a frumpy, big guy, um, you know, not really big on hygiene. He walks around yeah. everywhere barefoot. Yeah, he's a barbarian. He's a barbarian. <laughs> he, he's literally he, he, exactly what he is. He's a barbarian. And the and the beauty of it is, like, to give you an example, Gru will go and fight an army. Won't think why he's fighting the army. He'll just pull out the swords, fight the army by himself with just his two katanas, and he would win. But then he would say, 
huh, why am I fighting him? He, he just likes to fight. There is a story where Gru gets in there. He sees two armies going at it. Now he knows one of the guys there. So he recognizes a guy and he goes, hey, you're a pirate. I know pirates are bad. So if you're attacking this town, I'm attacking you. And Gru goes to attack him and starts taking them all down. And then the pirate captain turns around and is like, hey, but Gru, you know, and, and, and swindles him for Gru to say, wait a minute, why am I attacking you? I should be attacking the other guys then, right? Yeah. So he, they, he runs back to the village that he's supposed to be protecting and starts attacking that army. And they're like, what are you doing? He's like, well, you guys are the bad guys because you won't give the pirates the food and the treasure. They're trying to steal it from us. We're paying you to stop them. Oh, right. He turns around, goes back to fight them. It's like, you tricked me and lied to me and starts fighting the pirates again. Like, <laughs> listen, this, this, well, you know what? This is to show you one aspect. Another aspect is hilarious that he was basically a problem came up. Very simple. You have a problem. You can take a minute. I'm going to sit down here and just think about it. Mm -hmm. The wonderful aspect of how it was drawn. It was drawn, and you can see him sitting beside this rock trying to think of some plan, or he's basically trying to think something. Light. Second panel. Mid-dark gray. So now we're hitting afternoon. Third panel. Darkness. Ah! Maybe I understand why they're after me. Basically, the whole day, basically like, like, a, like, a, like a SpongeBob, a few hours later, <laughs> a few hours later. Oh, I know why. Boy, boy. So Stop it. those are some. There's, yeah, there's, there is some of the aspect of grew. So we're just giving a nice little context. Context. Oh, yes. There's if, if, There's many. There's many. Oh, there's many. I mean, look. If you want to sit down, you want to read a sword and sorcery book. Uh, has its own uh, rich history to it. This is the book to read. You, you can't go wrong. I mean, and he's got a curse on him. So one of his curses oh, is gosh. anytime he steps on a boat, the boat automatically sinks. No matter what it is. So it's to the point where, once again, his pirate buddy sees him and he's like, hey, man, I'm coming aboard. And like, don't let him step ship. Don't let him step foot on the ship. Boom. It, the ship is still in dock. And as soon as Gru puts his foot on the ship, the ship sinks. Gru yeah. gets up, everyone's looking, he's like, grow, 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 grow. It's to the point that he's so feared because mm. he ends up causing more damage to the people he's trying to help than, than saving them. So all year is, hey, Gru's coming to work. town. Gru's coming to town. That's it. Close the stores. Pack it up. We're all moving. Burn down the village. It's going to be burnt down anyways. Gru's coming to town. And people will go and destroy their own village, their own town. And then Gru will walk by and he's like, huh. Why is that, is that the whole town's on fire? What, why are they not doing anything about it? And then Gru will just keep on walking, like, okay, whatever, you know, and he keeps going about his business and like, wait a minute, did we destroy our town for nothing? One guy be like, no, 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 wait for it, you know, and sure enough, a, a big army would show up trying to chase down Gru, a big fight would happen, so it caused even more damage to the town, even though there was nothing there, it'd be nothing but a crater. It's like, this, it's hilarious. <sighs> hilarious. You know, hilarious. the only good thought Gru had is he had a dog at one point. Yeah. <laughs> Rafrito, uh, yeah, and 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 with his dog Rafritaro, Rufritaro. Let's suppose way. The only good thing about this dog is if that dog is with Gru. For first of all, Gru kept the dog because he, he he found the dog. Uh, he ended up keeping the dog because he figures 
if he can never get food and he's hungry, he'll eat the dog. Now, the dog is very intelligent and has its own thought bubbles. This dog was a dog at a palace and was bored with his life and ran away from the palace, saw Gru, and thinks Gru is this tech, you know, tech genius warrior and stuff like that. Even though at moments he thinks, it's like, well, he's being a little bit dumb, but he believes in him so, so much. much. But Gru's a mercenary. So Gru's first thought is, oh, I'm going to keep the dog in case I get hungry and I, and I need food. And then it's like, well, he is a companion after, and this is like after many issues, he finally changes his mind about eating the dog and say, oh, I'll just keep him. He's a good companion. He's a good whatever. And, and, and there's a whole story dealing with trying to get the dog back to the palace. Gru never realizing that the collar on the dog is worth a bunch of money because it's all like a collar with like pure diamonds and, 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 and rubies on this collar. Gru just looks and thinks it's just a regular collar, doesn't even realize how much it's worth. He Gru could have sold the collar and lived well for the rest of his life. Very well. But he can't put two and two together to see the sparklies no. on and and I need money. I'm doing these jobs at towns to save people. I need money, but there's money walking by beside but um I like keep on walking. Oh yeah. Look. Keep on walking. There's a whole situation with Gru once again, where Gru would turn around, he shows up to the village. The village turns around and is like, yeah, uh, we're looking for someone to defend us. Gru's like, oh, well, uh, how much does it pay? You know? And and this little boy, a little boy, must have been like, you know, eight years old, walks up to him and goes, hey, man, so you're going to defend our village? Yeah. Okay, so um, you have to pay me in whatever their, their coplins, I think they're called, their, 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 their okay. currency. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, you got to pay me five coplins. And Gru's like, wait a minute, why should I pay you? And the way this kid spun it is Gru was paying this kid, so the village would pay him, but then Gru would give this kid the money because he was paying the kid to defend, so he had the right to defend the town. At the end of the adventure, Gru comes out broke. He owes the kid money. Because <laughs> the kid keeps charging him to defend the town, so he's keep in mind, it's like a politician kind of thing. It's like, oh, so you want to defend the town? Yeah, okay, so for you to defend hmm. my town, you hmm. have to pay me, you know, five coplins to defend my town. I mean, don't you supposed to pay me? I'm the mercenary. No, that's not how it works. You have to pay us to have the right to defend our town. Don't you want to have a good fray? Okay. <laughs> Here, you have access to my buildings. You have access to my town. Go. Five dollars. Wow. Yeah, but that's true. That's Gru, man. You know, now what makes the, the world of, you know, Gru the Wanderer, Gru so much fun is it's not just the main character. It's not just the dog that he almost mm -hmm. had as a, you know, a doggy meal. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's all the other characters that you have in there. So for, a, a, you know, there's another character in there and her name is uh, uh, Shakal. Now, Shakal mm -hmm. is the opposite of Gru in a sense. She's White. just as deadly with a sword. She goes around helping people, but she's beautiful. She's smart, right? But Gru has a big crush on her, you know? So she works with Gru, and she just kind of puts up with him, always trying to, to you know, not hit on her. He's not, he's not vulgar, right? right? But he's trying to romance her in his own way, and she knows it. But she looks at him and is like, ugh. You know, and there's times where he almost seems to get a little moniker of respect and, and affection about to come from him and say, oh, Gru, that was really good. 
and then Gru will go and screw it up, and it's like, oh, and we're back. Yeah. Now I remember why. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's like, Gru, which way are you going? I'm going left. Okay, I'm going right. But she's just as deadly. She recognizes Gru's skill with a sword of him being like, like, come on, one man take on an army. She could do the same thing. But Gru doesn't think. He just goes in all action. Right? There's times where Gru's fighting and he's trying to get her attention. He's not even paying attention to who's in front of him. He's just looking at her, hearts over his head. He's like, hey, you see what I'm doing? I'm taking all these people down. And she's like, Gru, pay attention to what you're doing. Oh, don't worry about it. You know, <laughs> it's, which leads to, and I, it, it's so much to get into, but it leads to a lot of misadventures. So that's the whole beauty of it. So that, that's, there's one, um, you know, there's uh, the minstrel who who's a singing jester that goes around following, or he runs into Gru. Mm-hmm. And he sings these songs, but when Gru catches on that most of the time he's singing these songs, now it didn't take him right away. These are a couple of issues gone by. He's like, "Hey, those songs you sing about me are making me look bad. You're making fun of me." And the menstrual turns to his face, is like, "Yeah, but you're a buffoon. But people love you." And I'm just just writing what it is, and then he spins it from a way that Gru won't punch him. Right. <laughs> you know, there's there's Gru's sister, Gruella, Gruella, right? Who looks just like Gru. Oh. But, you know, how they draw in a book, right? Because Gru's not pretty himself. But she's very smart. And she's a queen. So her brother's a wanderer. And she's a queen. <laughs> yeah. I'll say, come on, son. Come on, son. Come on, son. He, he, and, he you know, Ed Lover's back, baby. Ed Lover's back. <laughs> Do the Ed Lover dance. <laughs> shout out to come on son ed lover oh so funny so funny him and and dr dre not dr dre eminem dr dre but dr dre from ed lover from mtv yo tv raps remember that come on come on now get with me holla if you hear me <laughs> So, you know, and I mean, there's more and more characters as we go on into all of these uh, things. But, you know, that's who stands out to me. Gorilla, the minstrel, um, uh, the sage, who's a wise old man. He almost looks like he could be your your Gandalf kind of thing, but he but he's just really wise. And he tries to help out Gru. He feels sorry for him because he knew Gru as a little boy. And as a little boy, Gru was smart until he had a spell put on to him and made him dumb. Um, You know, and I said, there's a, another guy in there. Uh, what's his name? Armando, uh, I think it is. Uh, the pirates, Tartaro, uh, Tarantaro. Uh, the warrior, uh, Arcadio. Yes, yes, Arcadio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Arcadio. This guy, chiseled chin, looks like a warrior, blonde hair, but I, you never see him fight. <laughs> but he's known as the, the the ultimate. He's the hero's hero, and every time he sees Gru. It's like, oh, hey, Lackey, how's it going? You know, there was a, a, a where he had a task one time and Minstrel's there. And it's like, well, I have to kill seven dragons. No, I made a promise to kill 50 dragons, seven dragons or 50 dragons in one day, something like that. Mm-hmm. And every time he went to go and do kill a dragon, he would walk up, put his sword down, go into the ceremony, start meditating. You know, Gru would sit there and go, oh, Jesus, this is boring. And then Gru would run down the hill fight the dragon, kill it, bring it back up. And then when he's ready to go, it's like, okay, now it's time for me to defeat the dragon. Gru's like, I already defeated the dragon. Huh? He would, st- he would, he would stab the, the, the head once, you know. The, the, just to like, prove. Just, just say, oh, I touched him. Okay, I killed him. Gru's like, 
Ooh, wow, this guy is a good guy. This he is a good fighter. He killed him with one blow. That's right, I killed him with one blow. It's like, girl, you did all the work. <laughs> you fought a dragon with two swords and a loincloth, man, and won. Just let it go. Man. Just let it go. But it's just it's just hilarious to understand that. Hopefully, everybody's catching that. This these are nice parodies. This is yes. the great thing about Gru. Gru is basically like we said initially. This is like because when this came out, you know, after the good popularity of Arnold Schwarzenegger and Conan the Barbarian, this is just a good comical parody of what if Conan wasn't who he was, if he wasn't smart and good. But we'll just keep the one parody that he's a good fighter. Other than that, we just put you know on on the D and D type of scale. Is all ranking one, two, three, one, two, one. Fighting ah. skills, 10. One, two, one, 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 one. Hmm. Could 18. walk. Yeah. Could Strength. walk. You're right. Walk half, half a point. <laughs> oh my God. Intelligence, you know, half Intelligence, a point. Wisdom, half a half point. A point. Um, right. Charisma, maybe a point. Um, uh, you know, charisma, probably maybe a two. Uh, uh, strength, definitely 18. Dexterity, right. and have to be an 18. Constitution, right. Oh, his constitution got to be like 19. So he's got bonuses on his constitution, you know, and then he's got the barbarian stats with it, you know. So, yeah, you, you, yeah, yeah. But the rest of the time, dumb as dirt. Um, yeah, just make you like, why, why, right? why, 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 why? And, and that's the thing. This, this, the, the whole run ran for about 120 issues from issue yeah. one to issue. And then there's still original uh, graphic novels, right? So it's the death of Gru, um, you know, uh, the the birth of Gru, where it shows him as a young kid growing into a man and having those adventures there. And then a lot of it, there's a lot of reprints and stuff like that out there. So definitely worth getting. The reading. Definitely, definitely, Look, definitely. It's all about laughter. We need some laughter. You know, a lot of books are serious. You want to have some good parodies. You know, if, if, if all these things can happen. If the Simpsons and Family Guy and American Dad, you know, can go. Trust. Why me. can't this? Why can't this? I know they try to do one there, Zoran, where he was like a, I think, adult son, he, adult swim, where he was like a, a barbarian. Um, oh, Zoran, was, yes, yeah, yeah, and he was living in present day. And I'm yes. like, okay, you you could have just gotten the rights to grow, and then you know that would have been some. Wow! Right! 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 right. So this brings me to my point now. Thank you for all holding on. So remember, don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. If we had to turn around, and me and Rod had this conversation, so I made my picks, he's made his picks, we will break it down. Rod, how would you like to see this done? Live action? Cartoon? What's, what's your thoughts? What's your thoughts if they had to bring this to the small screen, big screen, streaming screen, whatever it is? For, for this... Um... It, it has to be like animated. It has to be cartoon. It has to be animated. Um, okay. As much as <clears throat> I definitely would like to see a, a live action one, but a live mm. action one, it would be. You just pointed out they have like over he has they over have have over like a hundred different episodes, and you know strips and everything about that. So there's a lot of content that they can feed yes. off of. Yes. How much can they put into an hour and a half, two hour movie? Uh, you know what. I would like to see more of that character build because you're gonna kind of expect within that two hours to know who he is, get try to try to grasp it, and because his type of humor is different than what we normally would expect, right? It needs it needs that long play. You need to have that long play of having episode. You now you start to understand that you start to feel sorry, not sorry, but you feel like 
you want to root really, from, but you're laughing you wanna, at the same time. Exactly, exactly. And to be able to pull that off in a in a show, it can be done in in a movie. Mm-hmm. But I think I would rather have that in a long episode, having okay. like an you know like a like a thirteen or or, or fifteen episode type of show. Mm-hmm. I mean, do it a couple of seasons, and then you really can start to build. And again, all this was done back in the days in the eighties and stuff like that. Now we can have some good, you know, extend the writing, give it a little bit more depth and stuff like that. I would definitely like to see that as um, as an anime type of cartoon type of one. So, with that entail, yes. If we're going to say we're going to do the live action, the same okay. person I'm going to want to do both. I okay. want to person because I want to do the voice and it's a distinguished voice. As I've you know I've always said sometimes like I may be the one who comes with the more common person. Dave, I mean um, Barry always like to be the um, uh, you know getting the underdog type of guys and everything right, like right. that. But I'm going to say this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with um, Jack Black. Okay. So I could see as as the comical person physically and everything like that yes you even if you see it right there imagine putting two katanas in jack black's hands right there right there we should be able to just walk into netflix and just say listen i got a story for you here's the basis jack black two katanas in a hand he's a warrior barbarian let your mind go I'm going down. I'm just going to go get something to drink. You want something? And by that time, by the wow. time you come back with like the drinks and you'll be like saying, so are we going to, we going to do this now? And people are like. <laughs> sign the check. Sign, sign, the, sign check. the check. You Jack know? Black is that? But then again, he's a comical person. He has comic timing and stuff like that. Physical so humor. Comedic, physical humor. Comedic timing and everything like that. So yes. imagine uh-huh. having him doing that live. But again, imagine having that do that on you know as an anime let him do the voice because now now it's more non-limit there's no limits he's just basically vocally putting what type of action behind whatever the anime and give him so now they're going to really make Gru be Gru, and Gru's going to do stuff that you know physically possible with cgi but you know drawn out <sighs> and we can now show go back to what you just said his strength and dexterity you know stuff like that 19 so he could be able to like, oh, and now you can see someone literally flying back in anime. You realize saying, oh, I felt that. And Jack Black voicing behind that. <laughs> okay. Okay. You, 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 you put some, you put some thought into that one. Okay. All right. Oh, sorry, brother. Hey, man. We never yeah, taking time yeah. off again because you came out. You came out swinging, cuz you, you came out swinging, cuz you you, you come in with hands. I'm just on the catch with hands. <laughs> catch oh, hands. Oh, oh, okay, that okay, okay, okay. Shang Chi, Shang Chi, and the Legend wow. of the Ten Fingers. Uh, Legend of the Ten Fingers. Not even the ring. Ten fingers. Catch him. Ten fingers. Wow. Here he goes. It's five across the eyes and ten fingers. The fuck <laughs> went out. Wow. Oh, oh my god. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. I I I because okay, now see I I I was thinking Jack Black right back okay. then I, I had Jack Black in my head because I know not uh, neutral libre uh, natural libre where he was playing the right. the, the wrestler right. I'm like okay right and I'm making your point for you um, if you watch his Instagram stuff and you see some of the stuff he does on Instagram or TikTok okay and I was like laughing and I'm like yeah I can see I can see that but mm-hmm. now I'm with you I picked one okay. person that would go live action or um, uh, anime. Sorry, or anime, you know, animated, right? So, mm. agree with you as a movie, 
no, uh, I, I need ongoing episodes, right? right. This, so this I, I need, I need, it's either got to be, you know, adult swim, you know, later on at night. It's not for kids, right? So if I really, so it's, I'm looking to adult swim. Perhaps, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I'm looking at, you know, uh, Netflix and, and, and yeah. Amazon, you know, as a streaming service, and it can go either way with a cartoon or live action. So the person I picked, he, he, he looks it and doesn't look the role. He looks very pretty, right? Pretty boy. All right. He's yeah, a pretty, pretty boy. boy. He's a pretty boy. But, but when he's got that stockiness, okay. he's got the comedic timing, okay. right? He's been in a movie that required him to do both and be physical. And at the same time, you root it for him. But at some point you're like, man, he's a dick. And, and but, he, but, you know, it makes you laugh. So he's, he, he can pull those strings, you know, take you on that adventure, that journey. Okay. So I'm going with, uh, and his name is Julian Dennison. Now, if you don't know who Julian Dennison is by name, let me explain him to you. Right. If you've watched Deadpool 2. Oh, gotcha. And you look for that kid that Deadpool was trying to help, and then he frees the juggernaut Firestarter that Cable comes back to deal with. That kid, he's Australian. Julian Dennison. Mm. That that's who I was looking at. Now, if you look at him, yes, he's got a kind of pretty face. And, and in some of the pictures you look at him, it's like, okay, you know, but yeah, him. And he's got long black hair, which fits the role, and he's stocky, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you see his role that he played in there in Firestarter and Deadpool, Deadpool 2, I mean, you mm-hmm. know, if you look at the when he's in prison and you know, Deadpool's talking about okay, how do you get a pen in there and use that as a weapon? Uh, right. How he oh, frees, yeah. yeah. How yeah. he frees a yeah. juggernaut. Yeah. How he gets to the end and almost oh. right. The, right. The way he was speaking that script right there, even I was like, "Whoa, he's just this is a yeah, a little that's a little hard from a little young man like you." Yeah. yeah. I'm like, wow. I'm like, yeah. So okay. let's make him a lot lighter, right? Like lighter <laughs> humor. I'm talking, right? That's what I meant. Yeah. Like, yeah lighter yeah. humor. You know, mm-hmm. uh, the fit would grew. But he's got the physicality, he's got the stockiness, he's got the, yep. the, the hair already. And I think it would be funny, um, you know, to don't even get him to change his voice. Let him talk in his native tongue, that native dialect, that Australian twang to it. Let him, you know, hmm. because, yeah, because Gru, then, you know, they, they say he's kind of, you know, European and everything. And every time they cast these barbarian roles or sword and sorcery roles, you know, you, you don't have people talking like they're from Brooklyn. They always get the thespian from the UK and England. Yeah. You know, it's like, I am a magic user and you do not know the power, you know, you know what I mean? It, so right. it's always almost stereotypical how the voice is. So let's break that mold. If we're going to go that far with it, let him, don't, mm-hmm. don't, don't give him a voice coach and tell him to talk, you know, without, let him talk with, hey, Mike, how you doing? I, I would love to hear Gru talking like that. It's like, I'm Gru the Wanderer. What's going on, mate? <laughs> like, uh, it's it's stupid. But <laughs> let it go. Let it let it okay. happen. Let it happen. And I think as a voiceover, uh, the voiceover you have to do it animated and let him voice it. That would be hilarious. The fact that he's not as a maybe well known actor as of yet, and hopefully maybe in time mm-hmm. as Jack Black, you're gonna right. get him at a different type of budget. But it will give exposure to him and the series, you know, going forward. So that's one. If you have to do it live action. Yo, give him two, as you put it, two katanas in his hand, say, think about it. I'm going down to get me some Popeyes. <laughs> Popeyes. Right? You want something? You want something? <laughs> you want something? What do you, what do you want? You want what? Okay. Te- text me your, text me your order. 
and and I'll I'll be back. I'll be I'll be back in half an hour. All right, good enough time. All right, cool. And I'm gonna come back. Okay, who wanted the biscuits? Who 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 wanted the biscuits? Who who got the three piece? Who got? Oh, okay, that's oh, that's my handwriting. I, I got the three piece. This is who I'm going with. So I want. He's done other movies, but that's the one that you know. I think our fans who listen to the show would would recognize uh, him from. No, no. Yeah, no, no, that's a that's a good that's a good that's a good run. Yeah, I I could I could I could see it because it was like you know what you definitely had to just mold me in. But as soon as you said who it was, and you know reference back definitely to the Deadpool aspect of it too. You know what? And it's funny too. Um, uh, I think uh, Godzilla versus Kong. Yes, he was in there as well. Yes. So yes. even then, even then, he still had that little. You're, 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 you're nice. You're annoying, but you're nice. But I'm like, oh, you know what? We can work. We can work with that. So yeah, I, I, I like. He's a different. He's a different type of. At least the characters he's portraying is different, and it's nice. So yes, yeah, yes, it it could definitely. I can start. That's a good one. I can see with that. One. Yeah, and I think okay, you know, and I and I'd be like, I'd be hardcore if you're gonna go live action with this. Bring this guy in. Just don't give him the two swords and wave around. Give him, let him do some weapons training. Give him the two katanas. Get, give him some weapons training so the scenes look more authentic, right? You know, give him a sword master so he actually learns how to use a sword. Because the whole thing is that you have to make it believable is he really can fight. He's just, he's just, you know, when he's fighting, he's magic. But the rest of the time, dumb as dirt. So let him carry on that role. Um, two, he's younger than Jack Black. Therefore, if you want to get a series, okay, he's younger. He could be around a little bit longer. You know, Jack Black might come out and say, oh, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll tough it out for season one. Jack Black is more Mr. Movie Guy. He might do some voiceover, you know, and, and that's it. With him, he, you have a better chance of getting him on board and saying, yeah, this is what we're bringing. This is what we're doing. You know, he's not going to be Jack Black rate, but give him some proper weapons training, you know, and bring him out there. People won't expect him because everyone's gonna think, oh, he's gonna get out there and just go <laughs> and joke around. No, I want him to really get out there. Ting, 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 ting. And be like, oh, 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 oh. You know, you won't expect him to be a true. And I think the same thing would have to be Jack Black. Even if Jack Black yeah, got definitely. it, right? Give him proper weapons training. Like, like yeah, give him so because I don't want it to be goofy fighting. I, I want the story to be slapstick. I want, you know, it has to be portrayed like as a far slapstick misunderstandings and project that type of humor. Right, like mm -hmm. how it was like Three's Company. Three's Company did the slapstick comedy really well, so you got to kind of do something along those lines. But at the same time, he got to really learn how to fight. Right, right, and 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 once you get that, then you can build the rest of the world with other people doing appearances, playing the other roles. Um, so that's why I'm going with someone a little bit younger for longevity. Okay, I see what you're because it's, it's going to be a very physical role, and yeah. clearly he can do it. <laughs> he done it. He run, he jumped, you know. Look at those two movies, King Kong versus Godzilla and Deadpool 2. Yeah. He was physical yeah. in both of them. Yep, completely, completely. Right? He's got yeah. that energy in there. It's like, let go of your inner madness. You know, if it was years ago in his prime, I would have gone with John Goodman. Mm. Right? Because yep. John Goodman, he was like big. He had that statuous thing. And John Goodman has that kind of crazy go to him, right? So John Goodman, like years ago? If they would have done this back in the 80s when he was like maybe before he did Roseanne or just doing, you would have put John Goodman in that? Oh, come on now. <laughs> John Goodman would have been all over that, son. <laughs> you know, but, but, but still, bring in John Goodman. Let him play a king or something. That, that would be hilarious. John Goodman's got crazy written on his face. 
Yeah. I want anyone that's got crazy and 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 thing, but that's who I'm going with, you know. So Julian Dennison, that's my guy that I'm okay. picking for this one. Okay. No. Sounds good. Sounds good. I like. I like. I like. I like. Well, too. but this 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 is uh listen. This has been a good. This has been a good episode. I hope you guys enjoyed yourself. We just have some good dialogue. Definitely give you try to give you the nice history, the nice rich history about Gru, the Wanderer, and. I hope that you 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 take a liking and you just decide. You know what? Let me take a look. Let me see if I can find find some issues. Let me just see. You know what what these guys are talking about. Let me read a couple of episodes and issues and see what it is that you know was pulling them towards it. Maybe it can pull you to it. So listen, that'll be one of the best things I would say you can do. Listen, um, yeah, B. I don't know what else you, you if you want to add in. You you've hit it on the head, right? Let's pull away. Christmas is coming up and everyone's always looking mm. at what gifts you can get and what you can do for, for someone. So if you know someone that has a sense of humor and right. loves reading comic books and you want to make them laugh at the same time, then go and get a couple of back issues. And I mean, as I told you before, at the beginning of this podcast, um, if you're out in the Kitchener area, then go over to uh, WoW Comics, right? And I'm, I'm sure you can find the whole run and you'll get it really at a good price. And if you're in Montreal, uh, head over to Check Swings and you can probably find it there at another uh, decent price too and they can get the whole run there for you. So 120 issues individually or you can buy the graphic novels and I'm sure you can find those novels. Um, I know those graphic novels are on Amazon, uh, right. you know, Indigo. So you can find those, have them delivered. It's still time. If you want a gift that's going to have... You know, you know, if you know someone's in the comic books, trust me, you're about to give them some proper history. They might look at you kind of funny at first, but once you start reading it, it's a nice, easy read that's going to make you laugh and go, oh, my gosh, what did I just read? It, it pulls you in. It draws you in. And then understand the history of it. You can let them know that this is one of the longest creator-owned books at the time when it was out. So he was ahead of Todd McFarlane, Rob Leefield, Jim Lee, you know, uh, Eric Larson, he, he was ahead of them, ahead of them, and and many more who were the core of Image Comics at the time. Right. Yes. On that yeah. note, mm. thank you once again for tuning into the Iconist podcast. Remember, you can find us on any streaming, um, you know, service where you listen to your podcast, or you can watch us on YouTube. And, and as I always say, this world was created by a piece of paper, a pencil, and imagination. Keep on dreaming. And and and, and if you see Rod on Twitch, tell him I still went here Saturday love. Thank you. All right, and good night. Guy, this guy. I'll give you a Saturday night love. Yeah. <laughs> and the jokes continue. Good day, good night, good wonderful time to everyone. Toodles. Everybody. Yeah,